Hello, my friends. Skip here again for another podcast, another episode of Finding Meaning. Uh, I want you to to think about <clears throat> all the mistakes you've ever made. Now, that's a that's a strange thing to say, uh, and I don't mean to. Uh, wreck your day or have you recall anything uh, that you don't want to recall. But just for a moment, think about at least a few things that you have done wrong in your life. If, if you could change those things. Or, or maybe there's some obvious things you have done wrong in your life. Uh, I think if there is any level of spiritual maturity in most people, they're able to at least name <clears throat> a few things. Oh, forgive my, forgive my clearing my throat. I don't know about you, but my allergies have gone insane lately. Um, admitting that we're wrong is one of the most difficult things for human beings to do, but it is also really the beginning of growth. Uh, so just you know, pick something out and, and and think about that just for a second. And. I truly believe that, that if we deconstruct our mistakes, that if we haven't yet, uh, we should look at what caused those mistakes. What was the reason for a lot of these mistakes or the reason for all of them? I think what we'll find if we are brave enough to deconstruct uh, some of those bigger mistakes in our life, we will find, I think, two things. I think we will find that uh, to some degree, uh, things happen to us that are caused by other people. You know, sometimes we are, uh, for lack of a better word, victimized by other people, taken advantage of by other people. It happens. It's the way the world is. It's, it's the darkness of the world. However, I'm inclined, at least in my experience, to say that that percentage of the mistakes I've made or, or the things that I have uh, done wrong, <clears throat> the percentage of those things that other people have caused me to do is very low. In other words, what I'm saying is that most of the things that have gone wrong in my life are of my own doing. Now, not everything. We don't exist in a vacuum. We are in relationship with other people. Uh, Other people have their own agendas. Uh, But we are always in control of our response to those things. We always have a say in how we respond to, to people who may not have our best intention. I truly uh, believe that the really big mistakes I have made in my life have come to fruition because they are derivative. They are caused by me living out of a sense of ego. Now, I know ego is one of those words that we have thrown around in our culture and in psychology and in spirituality. 
What I mean by that is that uh, the mistakes I have made have come from the false self that the world has made. The things I have learned, the things that have been created, uh, the things that I claim that aren't really me. And as you have heard me say a million times, uh, I, I sort of adhere to what Richard Rohr says, that the false self, uh, the egoic self, that was a protective mechanism when I was 15, is no longer of use when you're 55 or 75. That at some point, we have to let go of that self that the world has created. And so I want to talk about what happens when we don't do that. If spiritual growth is about the maturation of the soul, and the ego is, or the false self is, a vehicle by which our uh, life on earth progresses through, and we are called to grow out of that ego into a more spiritually mature person, what happens if we don't do that? Now, here's the thing I learned in in recovery from alcohol uh, in the 12-step program, that you have to be brutally honest with yourself. You have to know yourself. Know thyself. You have to be self-aware. None of this is going to work if we're not self-aware enough to admit that we are to blame for a majority of the things that have gone wrong in our life. Now, that's not a shameful thing to say. I'm not meaning to uh, cause shame in someone else. Uh, What I am saying is that at the very least, by our Uh, lack of response or our wrong response to any given circumstance, we have created our own problems. Now, there may be a small percentage where someone else does that for us. The world is willing to create all the problems we want. But again, it's how we respond to them. Are we responding to the circumstances of our life through the false self Or have we gained just some little bit of spiritual self-awareness where we don't have to really cause the train wreck? Uh, It's a a pretty dense, deep sort of conversation to have. And it's hard to think uh, about things in this way because it really does call for us to say, wow, I was to blame for this or that. I... How I responded was not helpful. What I said was hurtful. What I did was hurtful. But it isn't until we admit that to ourselves that we can grow to a place to understand what that circumstance can teach us. Um, it's, it's the idea of confession, at least self-confession, <clears throat> that in order to see where we have went wrong, we have to set it out in front of us and, and take responsibility for it. And I'm here to just give a little personal witness that I have, uh, you know, run the ship of my life aground many times because of my own ego, 
because I am functioning out of a place where I think I want something, so I go get it. Or I think I have been slighted, so I take revenge. Or I have been hurt, so I will hurt back. That's the way the world teaches us to be, is it not? It's that old eye for an eye thing. That we create a reality that we can control and protect ourselves in. And if someone harms us, our, our knee-jerk reaction is to harm them back. That's all sort of egoic-based understanding. You know, it's the maturing beyond an eye for an eye that we're called to. It's the maturing of the soul where we can say to ourselves, you know, I was to blame for a majority of this issue or that issue. I made choices that were not right in any given circumstance. Now, I think it's fair to say that we, again, don't live in a vacuum. We live with other people, and frankly, other people will enable poor choices to serve their own agenda. Other people will enable you, enable any of us, to run the ship of our life aground for their own benefit, whatever that agenda may be. Maybe someone wants revenge. Maybe another person wants revenge on you or wants to harm you for some reason. It's there, folks. But again, I'm going to bring us back. We're the ones who have uh, the wheel of the ship here. We're the ones who can choose to respond in any given way. We don't, ha- we don't have to uh, dig our heels in and, and swing away every time. Sometimes we can let things pass by and realize, honestly, there was no substance to the problem. I tell you, I can look back over my 54 years of life and I can tell you that 98% of the times I had crisis in my life, they were created by my choices made from the false self. Now, the other 2%, and you know, I'm kind of using those percentages loosely, uh, but the other 2%, life happens, man. It just does. Uh, people get sick. People get hurt. Uh, life is going to happen to you. And the real question becomes, do we dump gas on any given fire? It's not a matter of, of being spiritual and being you know, uh, immune to the way life is or immune to other people. The question is, are we aware enough to see their agenda? And do we turn the other cheek? To quote Jesus. Do we choose our battles wisely? To quote my father-in-law. Everything that has happened in my life that is negative 
has come from uh, something, uh, mostly something that I have created. Now, there, again, there's this small percentage of things, you know, that they're going to happen. We're going to lose people. We're going to lose friends. We're going to hurt people accidentally. The real question becomes, you know, are we mature enough to admit we're wrong? Are we mature enough to see the things in us that still have ego? You know, I, I know I talk a lot about ridding oneself of the uh, false self, of the ego. But I still have plenty of it. I think we all still have plenty of it. That's the lesson. That's the growth. And so I just wanted to offer that to you, that, that although we are on our way to finding meaning, you will never hear me say that we're going to be perfect. We can't be. But what we can be is this. We can be aware of our imperfections. We can be aware of our ability to hurt other people. We can be aware that our needs and wants, be they uh, legitimate or uh, derivative from the false self, that they are part of us. And that we are ultimately the ones who have the ability to make the choices to not harm others. I guess what I'm trying to say here, folks, is to be human is to be in the process of growing from the false self to the true self. And in order to do that, you don't leap, you don't jump, you don't read a book or go to a religious service and all of a sudden become enlightened. You go through your shadow side, as Jung would say. You move through those things broken in you. But the trick is this, we got to move through them. We can't stop in them. We will uh, become aware if we choose to become aware of the broken pieces of our own life. The question is, once we become aware of them, do we stop growing through them? I hope this makes sense. I know it was a little uh, more weighty, uh, a little, uh, a little more cerebral probably than I usually do, but I felt the need to share it. So I hope, brothers and sisters, that, that you show yourself abundant grace, that you forgive yourself those mistakes, uh, that you hopefully can work on forgiving others their mistakes, and that we are all in the process of growing and going to the next place. Uh, take care, my friends. We will talk to you later. Bye-bye.